if you're new to this whole world of baby led weaning and starting solid foods, you might still be on the fence as to whether this approach is going to work for you. And if that's the case, I want to send you my free feeding guide called Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby? This is a guide that contains a decision tree map that you can work your way through to determine if this is the right approach for you guys and then when it's time to start. Grab your copy of Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby on my website at babyledweaning.co slash resources. I was doing my breakfast dishes this morning, turned the garbage disposal on, and then heard that terrible noise when you know something is in the disposal, but like you can totally tell the damage has already been done. Sure enough, it was an easy peasy tiny spoon, totally shredded, which if I've learned anything about these baby lead weaning spoons from Easy Peasy is that the garbage disposal and the dog both love them. And I was bummed because it's one of my favorite colors that they make, the light gray line, which is called pewter. But my garbage disposal disaster, I guess it came at just the right time because Easy Peasy is having their annual Mother's Day sale from this Friday to Sunday, so May 10th to 12th. You can get 20% off all of the Easy Peasy feeding gear with the affiliate discount code BLWMOM on orders of $50 or more. So this is a great time to stock up at 20% off because my regular Easy Peasy code is usually only for 10% off. So this bump up to 20% off is nice, but it's just for three days. So head to easypeasyfun.com to grab tiny spoons, their tiny cups, and the best suction mats and bowls for baby lead weaning. They have a really cool new bundle maker on their website if you want to group or piece a few items together or If you just don't want to think about it, then just grab one of the Easy Peasy First Foods sets. It has everything you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods with baby led weaning. That code is BLWMOM for 20% off Easy Peasy orders of $50 or more now through Sunday, May 12th at easypeasyfun.com. And happy Mother's Day to you. So if your baby is diagnosed with a tree nut allergy and you've got a full-blown confirmed tree nut allergy in your baby, yes, it is very likely that they're going to be allergic to more than one tree nut. However, few babies will react to all tree nuts. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. When it comes to tree nuts, there are a whole category of potentially allergenic foods, and we know that early introduction can help reduce the risk of tree nut allergy down the road. But what's the deal? Do we need to do all of the tree nuts or is one enough? In this episode, I'm going to share a bit about tree nuts as a potentially allergenic food category, talk a bit about tree nut allergy prevalence, how we can prevent tree nut allergy by introducing them to your baby early and often, but what does that really mean and how do we do it safely? and whether or not we do them all at once or one at a time. And then if you really have to do all 18 tree nuts separately in order to rule out tree nut allergy. Now, I like to start these solo mini baby led weaning training episodes with a baby led weaning tip of the day. And when it comes to the first introduction of tree nuts for your baby, my tip is to avoid mixed nut butters. So there's these nut butters that you can buy that are a combination of a variety of different tree nuts. And they're wonderful and delicious. My favorite one from Trader Joe's just got discontinued and I'm still very sad about it. But when it comes to your baby, we want to do an isolated tree nut introduction for the first time. So the reason why we don't want to do a multitude of tree nuts together is that if your baby were to have an allergic reaction, and we've done lots of content on the podcast about what you do if your baby has an allergic reaction to food, but if they did and you had just introduced like six different tree nuts at once, how would you know which tree nut your baby is allergic to? 
Now, we'll talk a little bit about how allergies for tree nuts work. And if your baby is allergic to one tree nut, they're certainly at slightly higher risk for allergies to other tree nuts, but it does not necessarily mean that they would be allergic to all of them. So once you identify that your child does have what appears to be true food allergy, you need to, of course, follow up with your primary care provider who will then hopefully refer you to a pediatric allergist so that you can get food allergy testing. And we're going to talk a little bit about food allergy testing as well in this episode. So hang tight because there are benefits to doing a variety of tree nuts. I'm going to teach you exactly how to thin out tree nut butters, but I also want to give you a less labor-intense option so you can check tree nut off of your 100 first foods list and safely introduce this potentially allergenic food to your baby. So what are tree nuts? In the United States, there are 18 different tree nuts. And in some resources, you'll see that only about half of them are responsible for the vast majority of reactions. The Food Allergy Research Education Group, FAIR, at foodallergy.org, they say that the six tree nut allergies that are most commonly reported by children and adults are allergies to walnut, almond, hazelnut, pecan, cashew, and pistachio. Now, about half of kids who are allergic to one tree nut are also going to be allergic to another tree nut. And another interesting thing about tree nuts is that they kind of cluster together. So most patients, again, who have a tree nut allergy are going to be allergic to more than one, but few of them will react to all of the tree nuts. And there's strongest correlations between cross-sensitivity and cross-reactivity between if we look at like cashew and pistachio and walnut and pecan. So I always think of like the shoe, like pistachio and cashew, those two are linked. So if you're allergic to one, you're much more likely to be allergic to the other. And then walnut and pecan are also linked as well. Now in the United States, you know if you're encountering these ingredients because plain language labeling on packaged foods is required. It's now required for 18 different tree nuts. And I want you to also know that tree nuts are separate from peanuts. So we talk about peanut allergy very separately from tree nuts. Peanuts are a legume. So from a botanical standpoint, they're different. And from an allergy standpoint, they're different. Although it is true that children with peanut allergy are at slightly higher risk of having tree nut allergy and vice versa. Although it does not put your baby in the high risk category to have a tree nut allergy if they already have a peanut allergy. And I'll give you an example of a baby, Brayden, that I worked with a little while back. She had a egg allergy. The baby had a severe eczema. So when we went to trial peanut, I was like, hey, mom, who is my friend? Very high risk that your baby's going to have an allergic reaction. She's like, yeah, but the doctor said, do it at home. And if there's an allergic reaction, we'll deal with it. Exactly. So the only way to know if your baby's allergic to a food is to offer them that food. We did baby peanut butter puffs. Sure enough, the baby had an allergic reaction. We went through all of the requisite steps. She followed up, got testing, et cetera. But the recommendation was for her to try Trina at home. And the mom was like, I'm super scared to do this at home. Like, okay, I'll help you. We'll do it together. We did tree nut together for at-home introduction a number of times with no signs of tree nut allergy. And I'll tell you, it made that mom feel so much more confident in her ability to try other allergenic foods when she saw, because this is a baby who'd already had egg allergy, already had had peanut allergy, and had questionable cow's milk allergy. And the mom's like, I don't want to do any of these allergenic foods. I'm so scared. Once we passed tree nut, she was like, oh, maybe my baby is not going to be allergic to all of these other foods. And in fact, the baby was not. We did all of the rest of the big nine allergenic foods. Yes, she did have some food allergies. She still has them as a toddler, but tree nut was not one of them. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. Now, do you need to offer all of the tree nuts? Okay, so a lot of times parents will say, should I trial all of these tree nuts separately? Should I do it early and often and keep like detailed records of which tree nut we've done and whether or not the baby reacted? And my simple answer is no, that is not necessary. Okay, if we're looking at the typical population, the vast majority of you out there who are listening, the risk of your baby having a reaction to any tree nut or frankly, any food is very low. And as I've said, I think no less than three times already, the only way to know if your baby is allergic to a food is to actually offer them that food. Now, if for some underlying medical clinical reason, your baby is suspected to be at high risk for tree nut allergy, although that criteria has not been very well established, there are certain instances where you might be advised to do it under the guidance of your own healthcare provider, but the vast majority of you will be advised to do home introduction of tree nut, just like with the other allergenic foods. And sometimes parents are like, well, I'm just going to go get tested for tree nut because that's how I'm going to figure out if the baby's allergic or not, please know that it's thought that about 50% of positive food allergy test results are false positives. So just because you get a positive food allergy test result, it certainly does not mean that your baby is allergic to that food. If you have a reaction to the tree nut, then you would want to pursue testing, but we don't start out with testing. And if you'd like to learn more about the high rates of false positive food allergy test results, I want you to listen to episode 125, It's called Why Are False Positive Results in Food Allergy Testing So Common? And that's an interview with Dr. David Stukas. He's one of the world's leading pediatric food allergy experts, and he explains it in a very straightforward way. Now, what sort of research or data is there on early introduction of tree nuts? Oftentimes, you'll see the health nuts study cited. This is a long-term, ongoing study of food allergy. It involves over 5,000 children in Australia, and it's one of the most robust studies about early introduction of tree nut. And so results showed, initial results, that about 3.6% of infants who did not eat cashew until age one or later, so one year or later, they developed cashew allergy by age six. But not one infant in the study who ate cashew before age one had cashew allergy at six years. Okay, This is not a randomized control study like the LEAP trial, the one that established the really good data about peanut allergy. Randomized control studies are the gold standard of studies, but the results are quite strong and very promising. And we know, and researchers know, and practitioners will tell you, there are absolutely no reasons to withhold the introduction of foods like tree nuts to your baby. Can you offer all of the tree nuts to your baby? Yes, certainly you can. Do you need to do all of them? If your baby doesn't have food allergies and you've passed one or two or three of the tree nuts, 
without any sign of allergic reaction. You've tried them a number of times, and that's important because we don't just do, it's not a one and done thing, right? You don't just do cashews once and you're like, oh, they're not allergic. Because if the baby is going to have an allergic reaction, it will very likely occur on the second or subsequent introduction. So do it a number of times. But let's say, I know for the parents that are in my baby led weaning with Katie Ferraro program, we really focus on almond. It's a really easy one to do. We can do it in a number of different ways, and I'll share some ideas with you in just a moment. But when they passed almond, they've done it a number of times. We'll generally say, go and do one or two of the other tree nuts, and here's a list of them. But if your baby hasn't had an allergic reaction to one or a couple of these tree nuts, they're very unlikely to have allergic reactions down the road. Now, can food allergies manifest and show up later in life in adulthood? Yes, certainly. So is it a good idea to keep a variety of tree nuts in the diet? Heck yeah. If it works with your food culture or the foods that your family likes to eat, go for it. But do you need to be taking detailed meticulous notes? If your baby is not under treatment for food allergy maintenance or management currently, then no, that's certainly unnecessary. Now, how do you safely prepare tree nuts? When it comes to safely feeding babies tree nuts, we use pretty much the same premise that we do for thinning out peanut butter. Okay, so peanut butter is very widely accessible around the world, but thick globs of nut butters like peanut butter or cashew butter or almond butter, those are a choking hazard for your baby. And we also need to avoid any raw, hard, crunchy, sticky foods. So we don't do thick globs of nut butter, but there are definitely safe ways to do nut butters. And one of them is to thin out the nut butter. So you can take plain, unsweetened, unsalted almond butter. You can mix it with breast milk, formula, yogurt, if your baby's already passed cow's milk, protein without any allergic reaction. You could also mix it with unsweetened applesauce. You get it nice and thin. I usually use a whisk. It doesn't work great with a spoon. Get it with a whisk until it's nice and thin, and then put your adult stainless steel spoon in there. If it slides off the stainless steel spoon, that means that it's thin enough to not get lodged on the roof or the sides of your baby's mouth. Now, you can also do flowers. Almond flour is another very widely available, albeit fairly expensive, source of protein. Okay, we don't do the thick globs of nut butter. We don't want to do intact almonds, but you could get a tree nut flour like almond flour. And almond flour is basically ground up blanched almonds. So almonds are blanched to remove the skin, and then they're ground up to a very fine texture that you can use in baking. You could make your own almond flour at home, but I kind of recommend against this because there's a fine line between making a fine ground nut flour and then the next stage where it turns immediately into a paste, which of course is sticky and therefore not safe for your baby. So unless you are a proficient nut flour maker, I just suggest buying almond flour at your store. I get super fine or extra fine, kind of preferred to over the coarser flours. The super fine or extra fine, ultimately the safest, really soft, goes well into baked goods. I get my almond flour mostly online from Bob's Red Mill, not sponsored by any means. It's just widely available. They have a good selection of whole grains and legumes. They have a lot of the different allergenic foods as well as the whole grains that are on my 100 first foods list. So I get their super fine almond flour. You want to store your almond flour in the refrigerator in order to maintain its optimal freshness and nutrition. It is a high-fat flour, and anything with fat in it is going to go rancid more quickly than a non-fat product. Almond flour is certainly very popular in like low-carb keto communities. That's fine, but we're not using almond flour as a way to like reduce carbohydrates. Rather, we're using it as a way to introduce babies to tree nuts. And so if you're baking with it, it's not a direct substitute for all-purpose flour. You can generally do up to about a quarter of the flour for almond flour, Okay. And a lot of the baked goods out there are going to be too high in salt, contain added sugars, which we don't feed to babies. Inside of my program, I know our parents are usually making almond flour pancakes. We've got a recipe for that in our 100 First Foods daily meal plan. We also have a mini muffin almond flour recipe, which parents love as a way to also introduce almonds to their baby. You can do the nut butters, as I mentioned, thinning them out. Sometimes parents asked about crushed nuts. Theoretically, you could crush up tree nuts until they're very fine. 
but it's still very likely that there will be pieces that could be hard or crunchy and therefore potentially a choking hazard. So we want to stay away from them. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. One of my favorite ways to do almonds for babies is with almond puffs, so baby almond puffs. I like the brand Puffworks, so they make a peanut-only product, and I use that for the introduction of peanut. And then once your baby has passed peanut, no signs of allergic reaction, then later on I'll do the other allergenic food almond using their almond puffs. So they're called Puffworks Baby Almond Puffs. And the almond product also has peanut in it. So you don't do it first before peanut. you got to do the peanut first, make sure there's no peanut allergy, and then you're reintroducing peanut while at the same time introducing almond. And that's totally fine because you know your baby's not allergic to peanut because you've already done it a number of times without reaction. Now it's okay to do the almond. And I love this product because it's a very, very safe size for baby lead weaning. They kind of look like, well, they taste like stale almond Cheetos without the amazing Cheeto crunch, but they're nice and soft and they dissolve so easily on your baby's tongue. So these are safe for your babies to do even before they have teeth. Again, the brand is called Puffworks. And if you want to check them out online, they're at puffworks.com. I have an affiliate discount code, babyled, L-E-D. And I think that gets you 15% off of the peanut baby puffs and the almond baby puffs. Just make sure you're getting the ones that are called the baby puffs because those are the ones that have no added sugar and just a small amount of salt. So if you want to check out some of the tree nut recipes that I talked about, they're all inside of my program, Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. You can sign up for that at babyledweaning.co slash program. If you're in there and you're counting all of your tree nuts, more power to you. If you just do a couple of them and get through them with no reaction, that's perfectly fine as well. Don't forget not to start with a combination nut butter, but down the road, if you want to knock out a bunch of them and you're almost certain your baby's not allergic to tree nuts because you've done it a bunch of times, one of those mixed nut butters, if you can find one without added sugar or salt, is perfectly fine. But again, not advisable for your first introduction of tree nut to your baby. I'll put all of the links for today's episode in the show notes, which you can find at blwpodcast.com forward slash 403. A special thank you to our partners at Airwave Media. If you like podcasts that feature food and science and using your brain, check out some of the podcasts from Airwave Media. We're online at blwpodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.